0: Welcome to your Monday afternoon. James Golden here with you on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you'd like to be part of today's program, you know what to do. Just pick up your phone. 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-9222. Tomorrow, Mark Stein hopefully will rejoin us. Maybe he's back from Ukraine. I was on his website today and uh and he is uh promoting his toy she should be doing so we're expecting him back tomorrow there has been uh there was a lot of news over the weekend with Russia and Joe Biden going off script again and the white house having to pull back his uh or try to clean up his remarks and then of course Joe Biden goes right back out and goes off script again and uh, outside of that it's been a slow for a change it's been a really slow uh, Newsday. It's been nothing much happening out there. You know, Biden has another budget, $5.8 trillion worth of spending. We'll see what happens there. What? Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. I was going to try to ignore it, but I guess I can't.
1: Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane too. can't wait to see it. All right. Yeah, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh wow.
2: Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's
3: name out
2: your mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. G. I. Jane no joke no! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> so I can, oh, okay. That was the uh, greatest night in the history of television.
0: Mm. Okay, so, yeah, Oscars. Now, I bet you not many people lost uh, saw that live because, of course, not many people watch the Oscars anymore, which has some people saying that this was a publicity stunt. But that doesn't seem likely because if it was a publicity stunt... Nobody was watching, and by next year, this will be a faded memory. Of course, unless someone's planning to ramp it up next year and maybe just bring a knife to the event, or then the year after that, bring some guns. You know, if this is going to turn into one of those kind of, how shall we say, uh, true, uh, uh, true life reality shows, the Oscar becomes a reality show for a change instead of a scripted Night where liberals go off on Republicans. Um, the Oscars, of course, this year have been looking to expand their diversity. There were some stories before the Oscars where a lot of people in Hollywood have uh, put out because their films are now being ranked on how much diversity they have, than rather how what what the story is, and that mirrors what liberals what liberals want out of society. I mean, why bother with merit where you can have quotas? But it also brings to mind something to me. I was looking for a way to, to talk about this if I had to and not do the same everybody's doing because, of course, the behavior of Will Smith was outrageous, of course, and now you got his son out there saying, uh, bragging on daddy, that's the way we do it. Well, sonny, you didn't do anything. Your daddy did it, and he made a fool of himself. So if you think that that's something... That Jaden Smith, and this is not the first time little Jaden's been in the news. I, this young man, well, I'm not going to talk about the guy's sons. Hollywood. Um, critics, of course, comics and other comics have been saying pure out-of-control rage. Some people are saying Will Smith is uh, mentally ill. Uh, of course, this isn't the, isn't the first time he slapped someone. Interestingly enough. It was a Russian the last time. Well, it wasn't a Russian. It was in Moscow though. When he slapped the Ukrainian prankster Vitali Sidik, and apparently this was about Men in Back in 2012, Men in Black Three. He came face to face with Sadek, who embraced him. He tried to kiss Will Smith, and Will Smith smacked. Him in the face with the back of his hand. What the hell is your problem, buddy? Why? Okay. So now, of course, you heard out of control last night. Don't my wife's name. Other people are saying, gee, stranger get over uh, upset over Chris Rock over a joke when you don't get upset over the guys that slept with your wife with your open marriage that you blasted all over the place. Uh, uh-uh. That's what people are saying, not me, not my business. Um, and, of course, Jada Smith has a bald head because of the disease alopecia. Or pexia, alope- alopecia. I guess is how you pronounce it. If I'm wrong, someone will correct me. Alopecia. And she shaved it off after because it continually makes you lose your hair. And so, of course, she's sensitive to it. Who wouldn't be? But... To me, this just goes to show you what Hollywood is, in a way. A few minutes later, he steps up, he gets an Oscar award, and today they're saying, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't have given him the award after he slapped old Chris Rock. Maybe maybe we should strip him of the award. Other people are saying, oh, come on. No big deal here, nothing to see here. He went out, he partied last night, the after parties. He was popular, taking a lot of pictures, smiling, laughing, joking about it. And so to me, this is just representative of what liberals do or think when it comes to black-on-black violence. It's so commonplace, they don't care. I mean, imagine if this had been some white guy that went up and slapped Chris Rock in the face. What do you think the reaction would be today if that were the case? What would we be hearing? What would we be seeing today? There wouldn't have been any question about what to do. Okay, we did it. We talked about the big story of the day. If you want to comment on it, fine. If you want to ignore it, equally, fine. The Oscars. This is what Hollywood has become. Let's talk about Joe Biden. So Joe Biden, in a speech in Poland, Warsaw, says Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power. And whoa, whoa, whoa. Hello, hold the horses, Nelly. This is a big three alarm fire among the world because he is basically calling for Putin to be removed from power one way or another. But no, the White House marks it back. No, 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 he didn't mean it. He didn't. People are saying it's unusual for a president to talk about regime change so bluntly. And, the, and the, the the Russians' reaction was, well, they've had more than one reaction, but one of the first reactions they had was, look, Biden, you know, he's, he, he gets forgetful, and then he gets aggressive. They're kind of like saying, the guy's not well, so we can't take this seriously. And then there's another hubbub with remarks he made about what happens if Russia deploys chemical weapons. And the White House is trying to walk that back too. No, we didn't mean that we'll do the same thing. Joe Biden goes off script occasionally. Now he gets in front of the folks over in Poland, and it all came back to him. He's feeling like, okay, I'm up against corn pop again, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let corn pop get away with invading, invading the Ukraine. And so he said, we got to get rid of corn pop. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it myself. And then moments of clarity come when his staff says, well, you weren't supposed to say that. So they try to walk it back. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. And Joe goes right back to it almost. This was supposed to be the man that brought back the United States of America's reputation on the world stage. Remember that? Remember how the Democrats and Joe Biden made it a point to say all the time, oh, Trump, oh, we've lost so much respect around the world. No one respect us. No one respects the United States. What are they doing? They are mocking Joe Biden openly. The Russians, the, the Russians are not even taking him seriously. They're not taking him seriously at all. He is not the world leader at this point in his presidency. And this cannot, this cannot stand. Every nation in the world, including China, is looking at this. Everyone. And they're seeing the United States being led by a man who is making reckless statements that could easily easily engulf the war uh, the world in another war this is the man that said donald trump was a danger to the world and right now the united states has become a laughing stock under Joe Biden's leadership. And this White House can try to walk back everything he says. You're not going to be able to keep walking it back. Folks around the world, leaders around the world, see this. And they understand that there is inherent weakness in the White House. They understand. I mean, look at Joe Biden's foreign policy thus far. His first big foreign policy was to withdraw us out of Afghanistan on a moment's notice, resulting in the loss of life of American military members. That country is in a wretched state right now. The Taliban have done everything that critics said they would when Joe Biden announced this, this withdrawal. Right now, they they forget about having an education for girls. They're going back to the 14th century. Just today, there was a news story that the Taliban is now demanding that those who are in public office they have to wear the beards. They have to, you know, they have to do the thing that they were doing before. It's like back to the medieval Taliban, and they're imposing that on Afghanistan. All of the blood, sweat, and tears that the United States And our military put in Afghanistan for almost 20 years has been wiped out because of Joe Biden's recklessness. He didn't consult the allies first. He didn't come up with a strategic plan on how to get us out of there and still maintain a semblance of order in that country. He impulsively just took us out of there and the place is a wreck and he lost American lives in the process. Look at his other foreign policies. Our neighbors to the north, Canada. One of the first things he, he does when he gets in is to stop the pipeline. And what is the result of that? Americans are paying for it at the gas pump. And right now, we have escalating costs in energy, and all of that did not have to be. We have gone from an exporter of energy, which is foreign policy, to, Back to importing energy, which, again, is another failure of foreign policy. Our relationship with China. Now, some of you think that Joe Biden may have been, may be doing a good job there. I don't think so. Not at all. What have we got to show for any of it? The Chinese regularly threaten us in international waters in the Sea of China on a regular basis. They threaten American naval ships, and we do nothing. The Taiwanese are scared out of their minds, and they should be, because China is looking at the weakness right now of the Biden administration, and people are wondering how long is it going to be before the, they try to reclaim taiwan then there's iran iran is on its way to another sweetheart deal and this one i don't care i don't care if you believe that there are good intentions to try to get the iranians to come up with some kind of deal or not it is a disaster it was a disaster under obama where we shipped billions of dollars in the dead of night on pallets, and gave the Iranians enough money to keep them funded in exchange for them saying that they would delay, delay their nuclear program. We are helping Iran line up to be a nuclear power. That is what Joe Biden is doing, and that deal makes no sense whatsoever. Even some of our negotiators, the negotiators that Joe Biden picked the job have left because we are giving too much away to the Iranians and we're making the Iranians stronger. This is a disaster that is unfolding in the East region. Thanks. It is a slow moving disaster. Thanks to Joe Biden, Joe Biden's career has been filled with disaster after disaster when it comes to policy. This is the guy that recommended that Iran be broken up into basically tribal provinces, which would have led to continuous civil war. He has never been right uh, when it comes to foreign policy, about anything. And yet, we have a press in this story, a press in this country that igno- ignores story after story story that would show. Biden's ineffectiveness and how he is compromising the national security of the United States of America. And that, by the way, also includes what they are not doing to secure the borders. And we have people pouring in through the borders, unchecked, unvetted from all corners of the world. And there is so much fear that we are allowing terrorists who may already be embedding themselves in the nation here because this administration, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, are too inept to even deal with our border. This administration is a disaster. And the United States of America and the world are going to be dealing with the effects, the consequences, of Joe Biden's ineptness for decades to come. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly with you on WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming right back.
3: Entertaining and informative. James Golden, aka Bo
0: Snerdley, is on the air. 77 WABC. WABC. Talk radio of 77. Oh, what a night. (laughs) Yeah. How perfect. Yes, indeed. What a night. Okay, moving on to some other news quickly. The the member of the squad who actually tweeted out support of uh, Will Smith it was shortly after the violence at the Oscars, Ayanna presley is, is now taking up a new position. She says that black and Latinx, Latinx commuters are disproportionately criminalized by fare evasion policies. So she's writing a bill that would eliminate subway and bus fares and thereby enable passengers to ride for free. Because, you see, if blacks and Latinx commuters jump the turnstiles or don't or or evade their fares and get caught, and they are busted, it's unfair. Because the policies, the policy that you should have to pay for your service disproportionately criminalizes black and Latinx commuters. Because they evade the fares more often, I guess she's saying. This is the kind of absurdity. This, This woman is elected to Congress. She is a member of the squad. And this is the kind of thinking. That story, if you want to go check it out, is in BizPack Review today, bizpackreview.com. It's It's absurd. Listen to the way listen to this Reuters headline, folks. Florida governor signs bill limiting LGBTQ instruction in schools. That is a Reuters story. Now Reuters is a worldwide news service. They're a news wire. They're a service. And that is not at all what this bill is. This bill limits discussion of sexual natures from teachers, from kids, kindergarten through third grade. It does not single out LGBTQ as the headline would indicate. But this is what you get. The reporter's name here is Maria Caspani. And this is just biased bohunk. And I'm glad that the bill has been signed. We don't need teachers, government agents, instructing kindergarten kids, first grade kids, through third grade on sexual matters. If they have questions, they have parents. Let the parents, not the government. In Florida, there's another story today about the rowdiness that's going on there with spring break, and it's not just South Beach. It's all the way up to Panama City, apparently. The citizens are frustrated. The police officers are frustrated. The city officials are frustrated. There have been, according to one police officer, 50 to 60 guns that are taken. Some nightclubs are even saying, hey, we'll close rather than to than to keep catering to these people, these kids that are coming down here. And again, this is a cultural thing. These kids, they are out, these young people that are coming down to these spring break affairs in Florida are turning that state into a mess, at least in these blue cities that they're going to, to party we will see how long it takes before officials in florida really decide they're going to do something about this joe biden's 5.8 trillion dollar budget there's a lot that will be examined about this this new budget proposal in the coming weeks there are no specific requests however for build back better Instead, they put a deficit neutral reserve fund. In in other words, they're putting it in as a slush fund. We're not going to tell you how we're going to spend the money, but we're we're going to put a placeholder in so we can have billions of dollars to spend as we wish. There is a story in Gov Exec. That is a news site that it that caters specifically to executives in the federal government. And what they're saying is going to boost agency spending by 7.4% and this budget will advance equity and accountability goals, equity goals. This is what the Joe Biden administration wants to do with almost $6 trillion American dollars on top of what they've already wasted. The billions wasted on COVID relief and the other billions that were spent trying to bail people out of the hardships they faced during COVID, hardship that in many cases was caused by Democrat governors closing down states, even though the science never called for that. We're coming back. Your calls, more news. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. It is Monday. We've got a six-day week here. I'm on every day, Monday through Friday here, 4 o'clock, and Saturday, 7 o'clock in the morning. Thank you for being with us, and we're coming right back. Oh knows politics and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. Ah, yes. Fifth Dimension brings when us back. Night, That's the voice. The beautiful night. voice of Marilyn McCoo. No,
4: I lay awake and watched until the morning light. Washed away the darkness of the lonely night. Oh, night,
0: oh what beautiful music. Well, if you didn't get much sleep last night, I don't blame you, especially if you had been watching that debacle on TV, which I haven't watched in, I don't know, decades. And I won't no matter what happened this year, I won't be watching next year either. So, yeah, here's a story. And yes, your phone calls coming up right soon. Yes, I mean it. But first, let's do this. Police have been castrated. Paul's MTA whitewashed filthy subway station before VIP tour. This is in the New York Post. Let me give you the skinny on this one. There was a scheduled tour of the West 4th Street subway station by city council newcomers, Eric Botcher and Christopher Marty, and a bunch of politicians and some brass from the police department. So you know what happened? before they Before the scheduled tour... A fleet of at least eight MTA service trucks arrived outside the station hours before the tour. The workers shooed away all the homeless people. They scrubbed the graffiti in the station. They washed down the station's mezzanine floor. The surface of the floors was still wet when the group of politicians visited West 4th Street. Some of the people in the neighborhood are just furious. They're like, you know, this is just bull crap. We have to put up with this station being in the condition that it's in the filth all the time until a bunch of politicians say they're going to take a scheduled tour. Why don't they do an unscheduled tour and see what it's really like? And this goes to a bigger point. If you know the city, you know that West 4th Street is one of the key stations in our subway. Anybody that's going to visit the west side of the village of Greenwich Village, that's where you're going to get off at. You're going to get off, walk upstairs, either you're going to be on 8th Street or you're going to be on West 4th Street. And this is a hub for that vital neighborhood. And from the village, if you want to access Soho or or whatever, walk down to Tribeca, you can do that. But this is the place. This is a central hub. And the place is filthy. Vagrants all over the place, unsafe, just like another hub up at 34th Street, Penn Station. And let's, forget, let's not forget the violence that happened over at Queens Plaza, another hub. You know, th- this cannot stand. AmericanWireNews.com had a story over the weekend with our mayor Eric Adams, who loves the celebrity class. He loves the celebrity lifestyle. Oh yeah, let's drop that vaccine mandate for our star athletes and our Hollywood people. But let's let's just continue, continue to slap, to do a Will Smith on the heroes of this city. That were city workers who worked all the way through COVID when there, no, when there was no vaccine and they're fired and they can't get their jobs back. But oh ho, let's do this. Let's give those people the Will Smith treatment, slap them in their face, make sure that we rob them of their pensions, make sure that they're out of work and they're despised because they're, they're, they're feckless little trash according to the mayor's policies and they're peasants. And they're the little people hooked on. But then let's give the athletes a pass. Let's give the stars, the entertainment stars that come here from Hollywood, they don't have to obey the rules. But anyway, Eric Adams was de- bemoaning get this the dysfunctionality in New York City. He says that New York has become a laughing stock around the globe, because of the out-of-control crime. Well, Mayor, you keep calling yourself the wartime general, what are you doing to stop it? (sighs) Telephones. Reno, Nevada, we start with John. John, welcome. Thank you for waiting. W.A.B.C. Talk Radio 77. You're on with James Golden, a.k.a.
2: God bless you, James. I tell you, Will Smith was arrested in 1989 uh, for a vicious assault that took place in Philadelphia. He was 20 at the time. He was arguing with a man, uh, man by the name of uh, William Hendricks. Uh, William Hendricks apparently won the argument, so Will Smith asked his bodyguard to beat up William Hendricks. Uh, William Hendricks had his orbital bone cracked. And almost lost eyesight in his eye. Smith was arrested for aggravated assault, criminal conspiracy, simple assault, and recklessly endangering another person. But just like in New York City under Eric Adams, the charges were dismissed. Okay, so what we're dealing with now is we have this Philadelphia incident. We have the incident last night. Uh, Will Smith really has two two strikes?
0: Don't forget hit- about the one in Moscow. Don't forget when he slapped the reporter in Moscow.
2: Oh, my God, he's got three strikes. That's what's wrong with America today.
0: Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. Will Smith is going to be the beneficiary of zero accountability. I mean, the worst that they can do is say, okay, no Oscar for you. We take it back. And so what? Who cares? It's Hollywood, my friend. This is liberalism. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it so much. Peter in New Jersey. Welcome, WABC Talk Radio 77. Seven, are on with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Nerdy. How are you?
3: All right, James. How are you? Good, thank you. Say, uh, you know, when you heard uh, Aaron Judge's voice before the season started in regards to vaccines, he sounded very nonchalant. I think they knew going into the season that this was going to be played out. But that's not the reason why I called. The reason why I hold is I smell it in the air that there's gonna be a lockdown prior to this election coming in twenty twenty two. You see just starting to rear up his head and I just got a bad feeling about this. And we have Well, a- let
0: me just say this. There there is talk now of another variant that is a a variant, I believe it's of the Omicron and I think it's variant two point something something, I forget it. And people are warning that this could be another bad wave of COVID that's getting ready to happen. But here is also what I think is happening. Now that people have had a taste of freedom again in some corners of the world, I don't think they're going to be so accepting. In fact, there was another story today about how in the world one of these big pharmaceutical companies, it may have been Pfizer, how they're going to get people to sign on to taking a fourth booster shot. COVID fatigue has set in, in many quarters. And there are people that are so distrustful of that they receive from the CDC, from other branches of government, that it's not going to be so easy to get the kind of compliance from people that was experienced during the first two waves of COVID. So you may be right. Maybe they will, maybe there will be another wave. Maybe Democrats will be foolish enough to try to lock down their economies again. I doubt it. In case you're right, I promise you this. The public is not going to go along with it as quietly as they have in the past. Let's do one more call before we have to break, and that would be Pamela in central Jersey. Pamela, thank you for waiting. James Golden, a case with you. How are you?
5: Oh, um, good. Thank you. Um, Yeah, in reference to the Academy Awards last night, you know, when you're a mature woman, you learn in life that sometimes you're going to have, you know, passes made at you or comments made to you, whatever. And if your father or boyfriend or husband is present, you learn to diffuse the situation because you do not want your father, boyfriend, husband to get in an altercation where he could get injured or lose his life because sometimes the person they go up against could have a knife or a gun or do something. So you learn to just kind of, you know, let it slide. You know, if your husband says, what did he say to you? You just say, Oh, nothing. You know, you learn that to protect the man in, uh, in your life.
0: Aha. And let's finish this line of thought, Pamela. Uh, Who didn't do that last
5: night? Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I ha- I had heard that he laughed at the joke and was letting it slide, and then he got that death stare that you get from your spouse.
0: <laughs> oh, so Jada. Uh huh. Hmm. So you think Jada egged him on, huh?
5: Well, I'm not blaming. You know, I don't want to be a woman blamer mm-hmm. because that's not. But what I'm saying is, as a woman. Whoever's had a father, a boyfriend, a husband, a brother, you learn to kind of diffuse these things because sometimes, guess what? You'll get what you wish for. A lot of women get off on, you know, the chivalry and, oh, man, he protected me and everything. But you know what? It could end ugly.
0: Well, you have given us something to think about, and I cannot wait to hear what other women will add to your call. Thank you, Pamela. Appreciate your contribution. You're welcome. Ja- Thank you. Mm-hmm. James Golden, AK, Sturdy with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Don't forget, Catch at Night comes up after this. You'll want to keep it on WABC all day, all night. Yeah, let us be your company. And we will be right back. Don't go away. Ah, yes. WABC Radio. You know, WABCradio.com, you just heard you can go to the store, pick up all kinds of great merchandise from WABC, but here's what you can also do. You can take a vote. If you think that Will Smith should be stripped of his Oscar, go visit us or not. If you think it's no big deal, WABC Radio, you can vote on the question, should Will Smith have his Oscar award uh, taken away from him because of the violence last night? Let us uh, go to Isabel in Long Island. Welcome, Isabel. WABC, you're on with James Golden. How are you?
4: Hi hi James how are you
0: Good. Um
4: you know James uh, I I did see the clip when uh, Will Smith slapped the guy that tried to kiss him I think that was a natural reaction you know by a fan a crazy fan but last night I, I mean I, I think that something else was going on cuz he could have gone up to the stage and it's you know cuz uh, you mean Jada did not even Will Smith is not a person Known to be a violent person, you and I both know there are a lot of artists that we could say, "Oh, if that you know, if that was if if Rick James was alive, I would say, yeah, Rick James would have done that." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick
0: James. I'm Rick James.
4: <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> but but I think that something was going on, and because when he sat back down, you could see something was you know was he. It's almost like he had an out of body experience now what I say is that he could have gone up to Chris Rock and whispered in his ear and said you need to apologize to my wife and whatever but you know I think there's something must have happened and look this man is he comes from a good family and he's been around for all these years no incident so I think that people need to give him a break people give him a break lose it yes people lose it and 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 you know and sometimes it happens i mean, okay it's Yes, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I feel sad for both men. I really do. I feel sad for Chris Rock and for um, Will Well, Smith.
0: Chris handled it well. I mean, Chris handled it well. He didn't cry, number one. He didn't hit him back. And he just said, wow. And then he talked about it. I just, you know, he just smacked the S out of me. And then he was a professional about it. He just kept on with the show. And, of course, later on, you know, we have the sound of Will Smith crying and apologizing. I don't want to hear it. You know, but <laughs> if you want to hear it, let me know. I'll play it for you. Do you want to hear Will Smith crying and all that when yes. he took his acceptance? I don't want to hear it.
4: Okay. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but you know, but you know what? Um, James, I want to tell you. Look, the Oscar is not a stranger to controversy. Brand, you know, Marlon Brandon sending the Native American rejecting his Oscar. The uh, the the uh, the, the um, you know the gas in the 2017 when Moonlight was, you know, was not, you know, it was a mistaken, you know, so it's then no, you know, it happened. I mean, yeah. come on. It happened. Okay.
0: Alright, let's see what others have to say. Thank you so much. I love you, Isabel. Call us back, okay? Thank you. Joy in Brooklyn, we'll get to you in a moment, but I want to start go to Jose in the Bronx. Jose, welcome. What is your point of this afternoon, Jose?
3: Can you imagine if this was uh, Kid Rock instead of Chris Rock?
0: Yeah, Chris, Kid Rock would have turned around and knocked him out. Imagine that. That's right. Hey, (laughs) listen,
3: why is Hunter Hunter Biden's perverted laptop a problem, but Anthony Weiner's isn't for your radio station,
0: huh? Hmm. Anthony Weiner's laptop was a problem for the Clinton administration. It's not for the radio station. Listen, the folks here, all of us, to the host, we're not making up news here. This is not fake news. We deal with the news of the day. It's not like if you watch, you know, the fake news network and they have to make up stuff or they ignore stuff. We are not ignoring what is taking place and you will get honest reporting on it. Not just on this show, but on every show on this radio station. Let us go to Joy in Brooklyn. Welcome, Joy. How are you?
1: Um, Thank you. So I just think that Will Smith was wrong. His Oscar should be taken away. And where was that same energy? when everybody was clowning on his wife for her entanglements. He should have done that to the guy she was entangled with. But instead, he picked on Chris Rock, who he knows, Chris Rock, is. it was basically like one nerd, Will Smith, attacking another nerd. It was nerd on nerd violence.
0: (laughs) Nerd on nerd violence. Uh, Will Smith is not kind of a nerd these days, you know. He's been out, you know, did you see that National Geo series he did where he's going to all the all the corners of the world, and, you know, yeah. But, okay, so you think he should lose the Oscar. Just take it back. He
1: should lose the Oscar. He's a soft guy. He's he's not some thug guy. He would have never done that to Steve Harvey, D.L. Hughley, or Sajid the Entertainer. It just would not have happened.
0: So he picked on Chris Rock, you're saying, because Chris Rock is kind of a wuss.
1: And it's not that he's a wuss. He's just some people are just not vital like that. He may be oh. someone who may use his words. I'm not saying he's a wuss, but I'm saying what I. Oh, Chris, is I that, got you.
0: I got you. Chris Rock just uses his words. Yeah, yes, He's not. Yeah, he's not going to swing Smith on him.
1: Acted like a lady. Will Smith acted like a lady, and you know what word I really want to use, but I can't use it on the on the radio.
0: What does it start I, that with? Was,
1: that was a real B move that that Will Smith did. Okay, that's what he did. A real gotcha. B move. And gotcha. yeah, so that's what he did. A B move. It was very disrespectful to Chris Rock. Chris Rock was very professional, too professional. He should have turned around and committed all type of assaults in the third degree New York style. oh That's what he should
0: have done. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, I'm not going to advocate violence here, but I understand what you're saying. Thank you for the call. Appreciate Good you, Simon. Joy. All right. Joy from Brooklyn, New York. And let's go to Pennsylvania and visit with Mike. Hey, Mike. Welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77.
3: How you doing, James?
0: I'm good. Really, What's up, really man?
3: About another thing, but this this Chris Rock, Will Smith thing, he never hit them. They're actors. Don't people realize you were watching the best actors in the world of this day, and they're actors. It was so all you strange. think it
0: was so you think this was all a setup, and he didn't hit them. right camera angle. Somebody put the sound effect in, and you got a smash, and then whoa, I got hit. Like it was like it was like watching a movie being made in real time.
3: Look at the difference in size. Not only that, Will Smith—he—he he made the Muhammad Ali movie. He was—he knows how to punch for fake. I mean, well, he did I mean, it open had,
0: hand. It was an open hand slap, right? So, okay. Anyway, what did you really call to talk about?
3: Well, oh, well I called to talk about the way the sexual innu- innuendos that they put in there now. You know, like, uh, 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 well, like. Um, the, that one the one lady the comedian who was uh, who was what you call it who was uh, uh, hosting you know she's there with her with her wife you know what I mean and they just holding hands and make sure they keep insisting you know wife wife that's not a wife my mother was a wife you know okay. <laughs> you know I'm saying you know okay what I mean? it's, it's, it's-
0: this is the new Hollywood my friend this is diversity and if she wants to be married to her she can be married to her and that's her wife. And and you, Mike, in Pennsylvania, with your old-fashioned, outdated, Neanderthal, this is what they would tell you, with your Neanderthal view of the world, we have passed you now.
3: Right. Yeah, they've, they've gone, well, they think they've passed it. you got to be mighty, 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 uh, how can I say it, sad, if you have to go and change what you were born. I mean, that's really Well, look,
0: nice. now, now, wait a minute. There are some people that, did, and I make a point about this all the time, if you're talking about the trans stuff, Dysphoria is a real thing, and I don't want to make light of it, and I don't want to make people out to be uh, bad people off their rockers or anything else like that because they suffer from dysphoria. The only thing I'm concerned about, and I'm sure many are concerned about, is, look, when it comes to this stuff, you shouldn't be experimenting with children because these things, this treatment has long-term effects, and one of the things that they don't talk about is the life expectancy for people who go through the surgical, who go through the hormones, is a 50% chance that you're going to die a lot younger. So if this is serious business. Uh, let us see uh, where we go to next. Uh, Mark in Staten Island, how are you this afternoon?
3: Okay, how are you doing? Good. Okay, I want to talk about the silence of the unions and this uh, vaccine mandate with the city. And also all those jobs lost on the pipeline when it closed on the the pipeline. I haven't heard one peep out of unions about anything, no threats. Well,
0: okay, let me just tell you, let me just tell you, you may not have heard it, but for instance, the fire department union in New York is, they are having a cow over, and, and rightly so, because some of their members have been fired. And now this guy, this mayor, gives a pass to athletes and to the Hollywood types but to the people that make this city work who sacrifice so much for this city they are fired so and there have been other unions that have spoken up now they may not be getting as much press coverage mark so i don't blame you if you haven't heard it because the press isn't covering it a lot but these unions are angry at this mayor and there is a lot of there is a lot of anger at these policies that have been announced And you don't see this mayor, by the way, even acknowledging. He acknowledged before he said it. He said, you know, some people are going to be angry at me, but I have to lead. Well, this isn't leadership. This is cowardice. And what he has done to do a Will Smith to the city workers who kept this city going when there was no vaccine, when no one knew the full impact of COVID, these people were on the front lines, many of these New York workers, especially in the healthcare industry, and many of them have now been fired because this mayor and his predecessor refused to do the right thing and allow them to get exempt and not mandate a vaccine. Now, I hope that people will remember this when we go to the polls in November. Of course, we cannot vote for Adams this time around, but this is typical of what you get with the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party looks after themselves. They look after the celebrity class who they adore. They're like groupies. They look out for the athlete class. They adore them. They're like groupies. But when it comes to the hardworking people in New York City, they come and they demand you give them their vote. But when it's time for these elected officials to give back to you, they show you zero compassion. It is Monday. We're off to a good start, I think. Don't make me Will Smith you. Anyway, coming back tomorrow, we are the greatest city in the world. We are New York, we are Pennsylvania, we are Connecticut, we are New Jersey, and we are in the United States of America, the greatest nation humanity has ever witnessed. John Katz up next. Keep it right here and may God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families and look with special favor on those suffering in Ukraine. Back tomorrow. See you then. Bye.